now streaming. Okay, what's going on? What's trending? Streaming with Stephen. It is streaming with Stephen because we help you answer that question we're all asking uh, this time of the week. What am I going to watch this week on uh, streaming services? Netflix, Apple Plus, uh, Disney Plus, all of them. Well, uh, Stephen will be joining us, but I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, of course, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's relationship uh, that has been released on Netflix. uh, The first of three episodes, and I can tell you the Brits have been not reacting well to it. Take a listen to Piers Morgan's response uh, to this new Netflix documentary. How much damage can they inflict on our royal family, on our monarchy? How can they make it all about them? How, how can they continue to play the victims when they live in such unparalleled luxury, the other side of the world? This gruesome twosome only survived by cashing in on what's left of their royal status now. I said it before, I'll say it again tonight, King Charles should strip them of all their remaining titles and cast them out from any connection to the royal family. How could any of them trust them as far as I could throw them? Because without it, they're just whining millennial windbags with a permanent victim complex, knowing that victimhood is what makes them all the money. That, of course, is uh, Piers Morgan. Welcome, Stephen. Well, speaking of uh, whining millennial windbags, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) You said it, not me. I did enjoy. Uh, generally, I don't agree with Piers. Well, I don't always agree with him anyway. I mean, I, uh, this time, I kind of thought, you know, maybe he's got a point in regards to all of this. But uh, what did you think of uh, this release so far? It's creating a lot of buzz. Oh, my God, Jazz. This is a big one we're going to do today. So we're going to spend a lot of time on this one. Six parts. Six parts of drama. This whole docuseries behind Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and the rest of the royal family. It's a mess, Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I just listening to peers. I, you you have other reaction from uh, uh, from uh, England. I do. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a mix of uh, reactions from other media outlets and commentators. It's a really interesting thing here because, of course, on any fair analysis of this, Megan has turned her husband has turned Harry against his family and. T- created this huge rift between him and his parents, between him and his grandparents, between him and his brother. So this whole idea that somehow the family was against him is ridiculous. She is the root cause of all of this. Yes, Meghan is uniquely unlikable. I understand that. I get it. But Harry is a grown man. You know, he is not a child. He's no longer, you know, naive 22-year-old. He is the one who abandoned his family. They're his blood and he has walked away from them. And I think he has to bear ultimate responsibility. He was born into this life of privilege and supposed duty and he wants all the privilege with none of the duty. Uh, undoubtedly, the uh, Netflix documentary is going to cause enormous problems for the royal family, and that's just the beginning before the biography by, autobiography by Harry. So a great challenge, and um, uh, King Charles has got a lot on his plate. Well, that didn't go very well, did it, in regards to winning hearts and minds? No, there's a lot of controversy about this release, too. Um, Apparently, according to the BBC, at least three of the images used in the trailers are believed to be uh, taken from different events that have nothing to do with Harry and Meghan, with one of them being, uh, like, there's a shot in the trailer of a bunch of paparazzi just, like, taking pictures and stuff. Apparently, it's actually from the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 premiere in 2011, which is before Harry and Meghan met. So that's just one of the few things things that are just uh, 
buzzing around this. So uh, I'm, I'm very here. curious uh, in regards to the the series itself, like it, it's interviews mm-hmm. with with like their friends uh, and them con- uh, talking about how they met and how uh, I guess they were treated by the royals after they got married. Basically, yeah. So it, incl- it the spotlight's on them. And they do have some friends as well, like you said, to kind of provide their context of the story. And it's uh, it's two parts. So the first part is three episodes. It comes out today, uh, which is exactly three months after the death of Queen Elizabeth. And then the second set is going to come out on December 15th, so next week. And it clashes with Princess Kate's Carol service. <laughs> Wow, wow! Oh my God! What a mess, Jazz! It what a is. mess! And do you have uh, do you have uh, some uh, sound from that uh, uh, from the series? I do have the trailer here. Let me just play it right now. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game. Pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. <laughs> it it uh, well, I love the music and everything else, and and making it sound very dramatic. I mean, uh, in regards, so they're going to touch a little bit about how they met some of the paparazzi. Is it the usual complaints about the British paparazzi? Oh, definitely, yeah, and, and just how the royal family painted them and the tabloids. Do they attack the family? Uh, I think they probably have some comments about um, marrying into the royal family, the difficulties that come with it, especially from Meghan's perspective. Okay. Yeah. Well, we think we've talked enough on on Harry and Meghan. Uh, what else is out there this week? Well, you know, let's t- yeah, let's just take a break from all of that. I'm already getting tired talking about this. Um, if you want something more exciting for children that doesn't have to do anything to do with royal, um, Guillermo del Toro, he's the popular director. He has his own new and unique take on the classic story about a wooden puppet brought to life you probably know that as pinocchio here's Hmm. the trailer i want to tell you a story it's a story you may think you know but (laughs) you don't papa (gasps) it speaks he's just a puppet no i'm not i'm a real boy (gasps) people are sometimes afraid of things they don't know I don't understand. Everyone shall love you and call your name Pinocchio. Pinocchio! Isn't that magical, Jazz? It just sounds such a... It's like a good stress reliever from this whole royal drama. (laughs) And it's got some uh, high-profile actors in it, too, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. So the first voice you heard there, uh, you probably recognize that as Star Wars' very own Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, uh, as Sebastian J. Cricket, who is uh, in the Disney version. You know him as Jiminy Cricket. Tilda Swinton's in it, uh, as well as Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things uh, and Kate Blanchett, among others. Well, so that's... And and, and it's directed by Guillermo Guillermo. Del Toro. So. Yeah, that's right. And it's out tomorrow on Netflix. So that's out on Netflix as well. So you can choose a quality classic like Pinocchio from a world-class director like Mr. Del Toro, or uh, you can uh, learn more about the world. I guarantee you, I think the Harry and Megan's going to be number one on Netflix by tomorrow. I'm going to call it right now. Exactly, Jazz. So it's a, <laughs> it's a whole mess that you could enjoy over the weekend, right? <laughs> well, I, I just, uh, I mean, I, I usually don't agree with uh, Piers Morgan, but this time, not the millennial windbag comment, but I just think it's sort of like they're almost looking for an identity and they don't know who they are, what they are once you take the prince and princess title away. 
and you're in California, what do you do? All you can do is live off your name, right? Exactly. And like in the words of Britain's favorite sweetheart. They're just whining millennial windbags. Oh, stop it, Pierce. Stop it. <laughs> I may have to play that on this show a few times. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, thank you. Thank you, Jazz. All